there's a difference between being on constant guard, waiting for the next bad financial surprise or catastrophe to happen versus planning to be prepared for any surprise. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to tune in today. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to make sure you knew that I have a few new coaching spots available. If you're curious about how us working together could help you and your business be more successful, more profitable, and not broke, not broke financially, not broke energetically, and not broke creatively, then schedule a discovery call and let's see if there's a fit. You can send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know you want to schedule a discovery call and we will get things rolling. Now, on to today's show which comes with a little bit of a disclaimer. This episode is about trauma, and I want to make it really clear from the start. I am not a licensed psychotherapist, nor am I a psychologist or a psychiatrist. The thoughts I am about to share are based on my professional and personal observations and experiences. So here's the story. Recently, a friend was recounting a bit about their financial journey, sharing how they rebounded from a major financial setback on the heels of the unexpected death of a loved one. This was not the first time they shared their story with me, but something about this time made me ask, when are you going to give yourself permission to enjoy money again? My question made them pause. Their pause made me think about the lingering effects of trauma, and in this case, financial trauma. I could see clearly what they couldn't because of their proximity to their lived experience. Today, their financial footing is strong. They have done an incredible job rebuilding the conditions of their family's financial life. However, You wouldn't necessarily know this based on how they talk about money, how they think about it, and how they behave with it. It is as if they are still steeped in the the experience that led them to, you know, their survival moment and their survival mode, and they are still living in survival mode. That is how deeply scarred they are by their family being thrown into a financially precarious situation. But here's the deal. At some point, the mindset, skills, behaviors, and fears, yes, fears, that once served you in survival mode tend to become hindrances as you aim to move forward. For such a topic as this, financial trauma, I believe definitions are important. So let's go to the American Psychological Association. According to to them, trauma is defined as any disturbing experience that results in significant fear, 
helplessness, dissociation, confusion, or other disruptive feelings intense enough to have a long lasting negative effect on a person's attitudes, behavior, and other aspects of functioning. That ends the definition. In 2016, Dr. Galen Buckwalter conducted a study which found that nearly one in four Americans and one in three millennials suffer from PTSD-like symptoms caused by financially induced stress. In other words, a lot of us are walking around managing some degree of financial stress. Do you need more evidence? Well, did you know that 34% of employees spend two to three hours per week at work thinking about or dealing with personal finances? The source for this stat is the Purchasing Power Survey, and I'd say that it is because employees are distracted by financial pressure and stress. Actually, I'm of the belief that everyone worries about some aspect of their money, even if that worry is a little low grade. Because from my perspective, worry is not just relegated to those that are in survival mode. And from my very non-scientific perspective, financial trauma comes into play when the circumstances that caused that stress, let me rephrase that. Financial trauma comes into play when the circumstances that cause you stress have changed, but your beliefs, your choices, and your behavior haven't. Trauma, financial or otherwise, shapes your beliefs, your behavior, and your choices. It shapes how you view the world and your place in it. In other words, do you feel safe and secure? It shapes the degree to which you trust yourself and others. It shapes the extent to which you feel you have control over what your future looks like. And especially when it comes to money, it determines if you are able to unclench your fist and stop waiting for the next financial catastrophe. This is the case with my friend. That's why one of the things I'm trying to get them to see is this. There's a difference between being on constant guard, waiting for the next bad financial surprise or catastrophe to happen versus planning to be prepared for any surprise. The distinction may be subtle, but it is huge. So I want to spend the rest of our time together talking about the signs of trauma and to appreciate that distinction between um, waiting for the, you know, the ball to drop, if you will, and planning, because that requires recognizing some less obvious signs of financial trauma. The more obvious signs would include emotions like anger, depression, and mood swings, for example. And please know this, I am not dismissing the importance or the powerful impact of these, of, of these signs, like if they show up like anger, depression, or mood swings. But I want to call your attention to certain behaviors that you might be practicing that you may not view as signs of financial trauma, and yet they very much are. 
because of why you do them. They are financial avoidance, overspending, underspending, under-earning, and being judgmental. Let's dive into each a little bit more and just talk about what that looks like. So for financial avoidance, do you avoid opening your bills or your banking credit card investment statements? Do you avoid talking about money in key relationships? Are you continuously deferring critical decisions and tasks? If you've answered yes to any of these, do you know why you do this? What are you afraid of discovering? And what are you afraid of having to do next because of what you discover? What if it's the case that you are overspending? Are you compulsive with your spending? Do you splurge only to feel immediately guilty afterward? Do you spend to feed an emotional need that isn't getting met? What would happen if spending money weren't used as a tool, even if unwittingly, to do what it wasn't intended to do? On the flip side of overspending is underspending. And this is when uh, you, you are not spending beyond the basics. So you don't give yourself permission to enjoy your money at all, even though you have it to spend and doing so would not thrust you into a problematic position. Are you overly cautious when it comes to spending? Do you view this tendency as a form of underspending? Do you see this as a reflection of your relationship with risk? If you're underspending, what could you do today to shift away from this tendency? Now let's talk about under-earning. That there may be a relationship between under-earning and financial trauma may be an unusual dot to connect, but bear with me here for a moment. Because if you are constantly charging less than the value of what you are offering, coupled with what you need to grow your business in a sustainable way, plus what you need for your personal finances to be healthy, it's a connection worthy of exploration. So are you prone to under-earning? Is this because of how you view the relationship between work and money and more specifically, quote unquote, hard work and money? Or is it related to something else? And then the final sign, at least in this litany of signs, judgmental. Are you critical of the choices other people make with their money? Do you find yourself defining what enough is for them based on what you've experienced, what you have, and what you've overcome, and how you've defined enough for yourself? Are you projecting? As you hear the signs that I have just shared with you, and so starting from the top, financial avoidance overspending, underspending, under-earning, and being judgmental. Do any of these resonate with you? And if so, 
How do you move forward? Financial trauma can show up in a multitude of ways. And I am fully aware that these five that I've just shared with you, by no stretch of the imagination, are they an exhaustive list? But I purposefully chose these five because they likely aren't the typical signs that you might associate with the presence of financial trauma. So I'm curious, did you have a, yes, I do that, and I may be suffering from from financial trauma moment. I don't ask this question to trigger emotions of depression or guilt or shame or anger. And if any of these surface and you realize you need professional help, please seek it. I ask because you may be missing out on an opportunity to deepen your awareness of the silent influences on you and your money. You may be missing out on an opportunity to give yourself permission to allow your beliefs and desires to evolve and maybe even catch up to your new financial reality. Look, you don't get to this point in your life and money journey without any financial stresses or setbacks, nor do I, because none of us do. However, when you think about your financial journey today, what stands out? particularly when you reflect on your financial setbacks, whether they were due to your own choices or the impact of other people's choices, or just, you know, life happens sometimes. And when you think about those setbacks, have you learned the lesson and moved on by integrating those lessons into your decisions and choices? Or are you stuck? If so, if indeed you are stuck, financial trauma may be present. How have your past financial experiences affected how you currently talk about money, how you currently think about money, how you currently behave with it? If your answers to these are mostly negative, again, financial trauma may be present. And like with all traumas, the first step to healing financial trauma is to see it for what it is, explore how it is and has impacted you, and commit to taking small steps each day to deepen the healing process. As I told my friend, the goal is to move forward with an awareness of what the financial trauma is and how it has affected you, yet not stay stuck. It can be a tender line to walk, but I do believe that it is necessary because it is my belief that in so doing, you are really tapping into a key component to your success. And as I told them, you know, you're tapping into a key component to their success. So for me, going through this exercise is absolutely important if you are suffering from financial trauma and don't even realize it because you're looking for signs that, or I should say you're not looking for signs because they're not your typical signs. As always, I thank you so much for listening all the way until the end, especially if today's episode hit hard. If it sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. Please send me a DM on Instagram. 
And of course, if you are curious about working together, you can also send me a DM on Instagram, letting me know you want to discover, uh, discover, you want to schedule a discovery call and we'll get things rolling. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review because we do indeed read them. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, thank you for listening today. If it triggered emotions of depression or guilt or shame or anger, and you realize you need professional help, please, 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 please seek it. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money. Thank you.